Well, thanks for joining us again today on the podcast. We are going to rapid fire about a dozen different things happening in our industry. We're going to look at the top five online news stories. Yeah. And Luke and I also have a discussion about the management of hotel pools and some of the risks around that that can affect our industry. Stick with us. Ready, set, splash. Pentair smart pools are here. Creating smart solutions means taking a holistic approach. As new technologies emerge, people compare the experience of buying from you to your competitors and the experience they receive. At Pentair, there's a strong emphasis on putting customers first. In a world where new technologies pop up all the time, the companies that put customers first are in a position to win. We win, but only the right way. Visit pentairpool.com.au today. Well, it's been go, 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 go some more, keep going, go harder, go faster, get more done, go, go, go for a long time for all of us now. And then all of a sudden you look at the calendar and go, it's now getting late in the year and the sun is shining, people are swimming and demand continues to increase. Well, I'm joined, speaking of being in demand, by Luke Daly. How are you? You flat out busy. Can you believe it's already this time of the year? I can't believe it. I mean, October's just around the corner and then, you know, what's next? Christmas and then, you know, who knows? Hot Cross Buns will be on the shelf. It just keeps going. We are getting older by the minute. So much going on, so much to go through. We, we started on looking at the current issue of the magazine on the last podcast. We celebrated awards and looked at some of the changes going on around our industry. We're going to continue down that path today. We are going, you're in for it. We've got our top five online news stories. Yeah. yeah. See, we'd love that one. We're going to rapid fire through so much going on. Keep up if you can and make sure you get onto splashmagazine.com so you can actually get into the content of those stories. Get uh, subscribed on there. It's free. It's easy. Get yourself and your team subscribed to make sure you're keeping up with all the latest news uh, and views around the industry. And Luke, I reckon we should have a chat as well about some of the commercial stuff. We've seen some incidents at hotels and other commercial resorts and so forth. Let's have a discussion around that today, some of the risks and uh, why that's unacceptable to, to us as an industry. That's right. And if you look back into our back catalogs of the podcast, David, you'll find a podcast episode called No Excuse, and that touches on that as well. So for more in-depth info, if you want to listen more to what we're about to talk about, head back there. You know, we've all suffered through some of the states more than others, some areas of states more than others too, but through some of the lockdown, the restrictions, the challenges there. But for families in lockdown, Spiros Dasakis, uh, COO of Spaza Australia, has a really great perspective that in lockdown, a swimming pool can actually be a very good thing for, for individuals, for families, and uh, for health, Luke. I don't think that comes as a great surprise to many of us who roll around in this space, but they have formed some of the backbone of struggling through some of these you know, lockdowns, whether that's to swim in, whether that's to push the kids into to get them the hell out of the house, whether that's to simply look at, I was talking to someone the other day where they're home office actually overlooks the pool and that brings them a sense of relative calm. I mean, that's not even looking in the pool, but it's still serving its purpose as a savior. And I think, you know, that's where in the article here, one of the feature photos is life is better with a pool or a spa. It sure is. And look, again, from a COVID perspective, there's this 
no evidence that COVID survives in a pool. In fact, it, it goes the other way. Interestingly, as you flick to the back of the magazine, there's a story here, and I think it's really important on this of swimming being a saviour. What about those people who don't have swimming pools and for kids being engaged in swimming and from education? And uh, Karen Bentley, Director of Nepean Swim and Fitness in Sydney, she's uh, she's really spoken about spoken out about the negative impact on learning to swim programs uh, as uh, public health uh, facilities have been locked down. She says swim schools have been closed in lockdown despite other learning settings for uh, early learners remaining open and despite the proven safety of the indoor learn to swim centre environment. Now, I think it leans to this uh, idea, Luke, that swimming is well, it's about safety, the engagement in the water, but it's about fun and mental health and being off screens and a sense of your own space and freedom uh, through what has been some difficult restrictions for, for families and individuals. Yeah, it's definitely an escape and an enhancement of life in those situations, Dave. Yeah, Lindsay McGrath, CEO of Sparza Australia, says that our swimming provides an immense benefit to our health and well-being. When he goes on to say, whether it be a public pool or at home, enjoying and exercising in a pool or spa is an integral part of our active Australian culture and Kiwis too, by the way. Let's not forget you. It is crucial that we continue to promote the benefits of keeping our facilities open and pools clean and healthy during the pandemic. Very true. The maintenance side, but the engagement side as well of people with water and swimming. Part of our culture, isn't it? I couldn't have said it better myself, actually, come to think. Speaking of things that you know couldn't do any better. I mean, there are people in this industry doing incredible things. And one of the great businesses in our industry, friend of the industry, is Aquaquip. Candy Gold, generational business there, uh, following on from what's been a terrific legacy. And uh, we're going to have a little look at you know, what a well-lit pool good lighting does, Luke. You know, how do you want to say this? We're lighting the way forward? You light up my life. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. No. No? Okay. No, well, no. maybe well, look, you no, light no, up my pool. That is the, the feature article here in this latest edition of the Splash magazine, isn't it, Dave? And that's uh, showcasing pools and landscapes with perfect lighting. Uh, I'm a sucker for a pool light, mate. I, and I realize that sounds pretty pathetic, uh, but all our listeners know that I am indeed pathetic. So I, <laughs> I, I love pool lights. I love the enhancement that lighting and surrounds can do. And that's what this kind of – You've got to look at the magazine to really take the the weight or oh, the, the, impact. the visual of it. And you go, this pool here and the surrounds and the landscaping that's done by Transform Pools and Spas, which, by the way, David, yes. we've harped on about, but it won the New South Wales Residential Lighting Feature Award. And so it should. It is absolutely incredible. So why did we start talking about Aquaquip? Well, that's because Aquaquip friend of industry providing incredible lighting solutions and uh aquaquip general manager gary clark who doesn't love gary clark put your hands up no one's put their hands up put your hand up if you love him hey get your hands back on the steering wheel there if you're driving hang on you're not allowed to be driving why because it's not really anywhere to go well you know it depends where you are gary clark explains pool lighting has come a long way in the past decade it sure has underwater pool light market it's progressed from you know large niche 240 volt pool lights imported from the usa in the 70s to something far more uh bespoke uh these days as well where we can do such creative color and and layout to the landscape right they really do enhance the landscape then i mean electricity in water isn't or they aren't rather 
two uh, elements that should really mix, are they, David? But in this <laughs> case, the, the manufacturing and the engineering side of things, things have changed. Um, you know, you guys are all familiar that I come from a, a pool shop a background. Oh, sorry, a pool shop background. Yeah, yes. that's right. Now I can sing for you as well. Okay. But no, my pool shop background, you know, I remember swapping out the 32-volt Stroud lights back in the day, mate, just those two-pin globes, having to stock all those different globes. I mean, it was so much more sophisticated now, you know, running RGBs or yeah. uh, white, these yeah. beautiful white lights. I mean, you know, you want to have your filtration up to scratch because these lights are going to highlight it. And I think... That's very true. So I found this article in the magazine, David, in this here. It's John Storch. He's oh, from yeah. a... Sydney-based design company called A Total Concept. What's he got to say? Well, this is what it says, and and I quote, uh, in a country like Australia, it is likely a good percentage of our entertaining will be done during the evening and night. So lighting is a very important component of a project and should be considered in the early stages of design. And that, that to me, talks to an attitude shift. Uh, I have a pool that was probably built in the 70s or the 80s maybe, and it doesn't have a pool light. So uh, as an afterthought now that I have to deal with the issue here in 2021, it's difficult to put it in, and mm. I would love to put one in. So um, so it's really beginning with the end in mind for future projects. So not just looking at retrofitting to pools like yours, but that whole attitude of, I'm building a pool. Well, dear Mr. and Mrs. Customer, how are you planning on using the pool? What would you like? What's the lifestyle out of this thing that you'd like? And really, we, we want to entertain. We want to be around the pool at night and be engaged outside with the barbecue and swimming through summer as a culture, don't we? Yeah, and I want to dive into this a little bit if we can because, I mean, pool lighting is great for safety, number one. At night time, you can see what's in the pool. It's a great start, right? True story. But let's have a look at setting the mood. All right, let's set the mood. How so are we going to do that? There's types of outdoor mood like lighting. some music? Boom, boom, boom. So this is John Storch, mate, from Total, A Total Concept. He's got some yeah. pretty good insight here right. for the types of outdoor mood lighting. Uh, you know, we've got spot mood lighting. We've got wash mood lighting, silhouette Ooh. mood lighting, selective mood lighting, and strip or ferry wow. lighting. So everything from a strip and a silhouette and mood, and they've got some uh, pretty evocative words happening here around lighting. I had no idea. And let me make this link, Dave, because guess what? Because of all the automation around these days, you can control your pool lights from your smartphone. So put that music on, set those lights to red for romance, and turn that pool light on. I have a look at the magazine, and uh, what you'll find in addition to everything Luke and I have spoken about, which have been fairly... uh, Fairly graphic and comprehensive, I feel. Might need to go and have a cold shower after this, but uh, seven tips around pool lighting as well. Stick with us. We are going to be back with the top five online news stories. Yeah, and some rapid fire. Lidra is proud to bring you MagnaPool, the world's best and only true mineral pool system, providing the very best in water comfort and clarity. MagnaPool is also beneficial to the environment thanks to its unique no-salt formula. Partnered with the all-new Hydroxinator IQ, showcasing innovative features giving you control over scheduling, pump speed, boost and low mode, heaters, lights, pH and chlorine. All this via Wi-Fi connectivity from your smartphone. Smart Sensors and Ultra Long Life Cell ensures MagnaPool owners save time, save energy and save money. Find out more by going to magnapool.com today. Are you ready, Luke? Of course I'm ready. You are? You're going to join me in uh, introducing this section that you pretended for a long time to, you know, not care about or not like, but it is important. We only get to do it once every sort of four or so 
episodes of this podcast and I think you'd like to join in with me. Yeah, I, I, look, I think you might be confused because this is one of my favourite segments of the podcast. It was the introduction to it that I struck issue with. Well, you did destroy my guitar. It is no longer here. It is smash and burnt. So Splinters. we've got to go with it. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I welcome you to engage with Luke and I right now as we take a look at the top five online news stories. Yeah. yeah. All right. Our first story uh, in the top five online news stories in no particular order from over the past two months. Uh, well, you don't, don't even want to mention it, but COVID surge forces Sydney lockdown, Luke. Yeah, that's – I mean, what, what do we say about it? I don't know. Not, what do you say? That's, you know, we, hello, we know. Hello, Sydney. Are you aware that you've had COVID and you've had restrictions on lockdowns? Do you want to talk about it anymore? 31 changes in 50 days no. to policies affecting the industry? No, so let's move so. on let's from move that. On. But, but let's highlight the, the COVID hub um, over at spaza.com.au. There is a COVID resource hub there. I mean, who can keep up with the changes? It changes more than you change your undies, Dave, as we've highlighted before. But, um, yeah, it's a good point to highlight that, to keep up to date with everything that's going on in that realm. Absolutely. And speaking of things affected by COVID, top story as well has been Splash Pool and Spa trade show postponed. It wasn't able to run this year. However, it is running in June next year. Splashexpo.com.au, splashexpo.com.au, splashexpo.com.au. Nice and early. Say it again, get booked in. If you are wanting exhibitor space, well, yeah, better get onto it because I'm actually just about full. Next story, Mr. Luke Daly. Well, it's interesting how rapidly the news changes, you know, because, I mean, these are online news stories, so they get published all the time. Yeah. But we've talked about it in the last podcast episode, David, where uh, Karen Bentley, uh, director of Nepean Swim Fitness, argues for the reclassification of swim schools during a lockdown. So There's so much going on. So we have just spoken about that, and that's been a top story as well, as Karen's really stood up for engagement with swimming pools and the benefits of. Next story was... Queensland Pool of the Year, Norfolk Pools. And what a beautiful pool that was. You've all obviously enjoyed looking at that beautiful pool. Well, I'm going I'm to take a wager with you here. So let's set a wager right now, David, yeah. to the top five online news stories yep. in the next magazine. Yep. It's going to be National Pool of the Year, yep. Victorian Pool of the Year, yep. New South Wales Pool of the Year, yep. ACT Pool of the Year. Yep. South Australia Pool of the Year. I think we've gone through more and than New five. Zealand Pool of the Year. We're going to have to get another section, mate. This is going to have to become a top 10. And, but you know what? That's because... Fluidra requires SR Smith. It'll probably feature in there somewhere. It'll be there too. Yep. Yeah, you're quite right. <laughs> so, you know, I don't want to have a wager because we're going to have to get a bigger section here in the magazine for it. It'll be called the top 10 online news stories due to how fast things are changing. Uh, but let's, let's just focus on the right here, right, right now. Congratulations again to Norfolk. But the last... Of the top five online news stories, again, in no particular order, uh, was that New South Wales preschoolers uh, to get or to receive a $100 swim lesson voucher. That's pretty cool, man. That of all the initiatives. Awesome. I, uh, as, as a father of young ones who can't swim and who've had a couple of, you know, they've fallen in the pool a couple of times. Obviously, yes. we're supervising and yes. have gathered them out Because quickly. you are good parents. That's right. We are supervising them constantly around the pool. Uh, and I don't actually say that tongue-in-cheek. That is that is truth. I know I tend to be a joker, but about that I am not. In the latest New South Wales budget, $43.9 million was provided over two, year, two years to uh, learn to swim active preschools. So good. I love and, that. And this is what we talk about, isn't it? As an industry, Luke, we are more than just a hole in the ground. We are more than just the planning and development. We are more than just the maintenance and the servicing. We are all of those things and they matter. The work that you do 
uh, listeners of this Splash podcast, people of our industry is incredible, but this is also to do with the engagement piece that we want people, young people, children, growing up in and around water and doing it safely because when they're doing it safely, they're doing it and it's fun. And to see this initiative uh, coming out of New South Wales to encourage kids to get involved in pools and parents to take their kids to lessons so they are swimming safely and engaged in the products that you create and service and maintain and do all that you do is a wonderful thing. And Luke, I've got some sad news. Okay. This, that wraps up our top five online news stories. Yeah. Well, that is the end, mate. But, you know, what's next? What 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 do we have next on this podcast? And and I, I suppose before I even let you let us know what's okay. next on the podcast, I want to railroad this thing. Okay, railroad. I want to Who I want to interrupt. What's, next? what's the agenda, David? By the way, I'm telling you what the agenda is. Thank yeah, you. Well, we, we if you want to know my opinion, you'll get it to me quite clearly. We haven't talked about this. I okay. mean, you know, we, uh, most of the industry knows who we are, and we and we talk to them. Uh, most we're, we're of our, pretty big in Japan. Most of our, well, physically, I'm huge um, <laughs> in Japan and and everywhere else. Uh, so I would love to see, and I don't know if our if our audience, our listeners here, want to see this. But uh, what if we were to launch a TikTok? What if we looked at a what if we looked at a, a two pool dads style TikTok? Well, you and I both have two pool dad bodies. I think you know we're a pretty good example of the typical Australian pool owner. Pool dads. Yeah. So I, I want I want our audience, whoever's listening here, quite like it. Send a text to David or I. Uh, we might put a poll up at some point from the pool, of course. Uh, let us know if you want to that see could be David the first and I TikTok. You and I on a poll at a pool. I think so. I can so, see it. I mean, you know, all of us, and, and it's not just TikTok. It could be Reels. Keeping it uh, Reels. Let us know. We want to hear your feedback. Uh, is there desire for two pool dudes or two pool dads? Uh, to start a TikTok. Listen, you've hijacked this. I'm not sure where we're going now other than we're going to take a quick break and we will be back with a rapid fire of a bunch of stuff happening around the industry. Our friends, the very talented and hardworking team at AIS Water have been innovating for decades. Did you know that independent tests and research by Griffith University recently showed that when using liquid or granular chlorine, that pool water was unbalanced for up to 80% of the time. Yet, when tested with AIS Water's disinfection technology, the water was in balance 100% of the time. This same technology has also been shown to save up to 1.6 million litres of water in a 50 metre pool. It's time to farewell history and embrace the new normal of Australian-made water disinfection with AIS Water. Luke, I feel like we've got a pretty good song happening now for that top five online news stories. I might have to get creative for our rapid-fire section. I feel like it needs something to uh, really launch us into that. We already kind of live in rapid world, you and I, but this is now like fully rapid. Now we're semi-automatic. Semi-automatic indeed I, I Possibly even fully automatic I'm not sure um, But we're about to pull the trigger on this thing So stay with us listeners uh, There is a, a, a lot going on So we're going to work through this as quickly as we can uh, Some good initiatives Let's start the rapid fire uh, Learn to Swim Week is back this spring Supported by, uh, by our friends at Poolworks Critical there The Learn to Swim Week mate Very important 
with Pullworks CEO John O'Brien highlighting there that swimming is a way of life for most Australians, but sadly we're still seeing backyard drownings. Uh, that is why it's crucial to introduce kids to water safety as early as possible. Very true. Good interview on this podcast with John O'Brien. If you want some Leadership 101 and insight into their journey as well, have a listen to that too. That was a great interview. Thank you, John O'Brien, for your time on that. And next one, pulling the trigger. Look, television. We are seeing more ads than ever featuring swimming pools, Luke. We are seeing swimming pools really feature. I think through the Olympics, it drew great focus to swimming pools with our Olympians just smashing it and the Paralympics too, just smashing it. And Sydney's pool, uh, sorry, Sydney's best pool shop, SPPS, uh, has been featured really with what they've developed f- across a couple of TV shows recently, Luke. Yeah, so this whole thing fascinates me, I suppose. Well, I'm... I'm, I'm digressing from our rapid fire, David, aren't I? But uh, water and TV, uh, pools and TV, the, the bodies of water that are put in, sometimes only temporarily, and the, and the systems that have to go along with it. But uh, the article here refers to Ninja Warrior, the TV show, and also Frogger, uh, doing some some pretty, frankly, wicked things with, with water. Yeah, it's big. Look, 23 pools for Ninja Warrior, all summing up to about 300,000 litres. Um, varying from 30,000 litres to 80,000 litres and just getting the equipment in place to keep those running when they need to run them, uh, portable in, portable out. The Frogger one is big, two 1.3 million litre pools uh, made from timber with a structural lining and a cosmetic liner as well. So really interesting to see sort of engineering that goes into this in essentially building a set that contains water that needs management from a skilled industry, hello, listeners. Pretty and cool, I reckon. It's really cool. Uh, moving on with the, the rapid fire, Sun Lover relocates in New South Wales, a new office in New South Wales. Congratulations there. Celebrating growth, they felt the need to move along to include a showroom and a training room, increase stock availability and selection, as well as greater ac- accessibility for customers, Dave. So we celebrate that, but what we don't celebrate is another thing that happened here with two men prosecuted in the construction industry, which, which is closely linked to what we are doing. And worth noting, two men prosecuted for using false documents to obtain construction work. Uh, not something we condone. There's been action taken against them. Fine. New South Wales Fair Trading Executive Investigations uh, have done what they've needed to to stamp that out, which is which is good for our industry, Luke. And our industry in New Zealand. What's going on there? Such a key piece of the strategic uh, growth of our industry there uh, across the Dutch in New Zealand. Uh, I suppose that given was that a we- terrible terrible Kiwi accent. Ladies and gentlemen with New Zealand heritage or those listening from New Zealand, I apologise on behalf of this talented but just misguided young man in front of me and trying to do a Kiwi accent. Go ahead, Luke. All right. Well, I won't try to improve the Kiwi accent, but what we are trying to do over there is improve the professionalism in the New Zealand industry. So uh, a good article there uh, with many, many quotes, but have a listen uh, a few episodes ago on this very podcast, David did an NZ special. So for further details, duck back there and also head to the magazine for a quick read. Final one for the rapid fire. In fact, let's do two more. Two more. Uh, spring opening for New Christchurch Pool. $22 million complex 
in Christchurch. Now, forgive me, I've already had a go at Luke for his Kiwi accent. I might say this completely wrong, but the Te Poa Toe Toe uh, is what it's called. will open in October. Again, Kiwi listeners, please feel free to write in and give Luke and I the correct pronunciation on that. But a phenomenal facility there in a city of Christchurch, a beautiful city. I've had the pleasure of visiting several times. Uh, that has been through so much. So our thoughts continue to be with the city of Christchurch, what you've been through uh, with human tragedy and natural tragedy as well over the last few years. Beautiful spot. Love getting down for the drive down to Arthur's Pass. You live in a beautiful part of the world and it's great to see a world-class facility there opening up. And Luke, finally, our last one here, probably a little more serious. I don't know how much there is to talk about here, but Prominent barrister to chair swimming gender review. We are an inclusive industry. Uh, we are an equal opportunities industry, and that matters here. And so that's being looked at at the moment by a, uh, by a barrister. Yeah, this follows the Madeline Groves accusations of coaching staff's inappropriate behaviour. Uh, and down here, it's, it's an extension of these accusations where Swimming Australia's chief executive, Alex Bauman, uh, has said that he didn't know swimming had an institutional problem with women, but that an investigation will be conducted to determine the veracity of these claims. So a healthy uh, trajectory here, Dave. Yeah, look, I think so. We we are proud, Luke and I, of the industry we're involved in. We have noted for some time, and you will have heard in our comments, uh, the way our industry is changing and the way our listeners and our audience has changed, and that's you getting younger and more female. And we see it at the awards nights now with so many more uh, women in industry in leadership positions and and turning up to receive and accept well-earned awards of excellence for what's being done in innovation and delivery across our industry. So we love our industry and if there's things that need to come into into the light so that they can be fixed, then I I think we we would all welcome that because we have a terrific industry with a terrific product and let's make sure the legacy that we're leaving the next generation is true. Uh, as good as we we think it is. And Luke, you as part of that younger generation leadership coming through have, I think, a part to play in in that at the moment. Yeah, I think we all have a part to play, young, old, indifferent. That's uh, true. That wasn't to palm off anybody else's responsibility. (laughs) It did sound like that, didn't it? I I realise that. Thank you. You hear my heart. It's to learn uh, and and progress through. And I think that's where... um, it's summed up here by Tracy Stockwell, uh, one of Swimming Australia's board members. Right. Uh, where it says the inquiry will be forward-looking and solutions-focused with an understanding of issues facing the swimming community today within a performance environment. And I think uh, whether we apply that to just the sport of swimming, which I, I love dearly and have been yep. a part of for a long time, or whether we apply that more universally as well as a general footprint on this life, if you like, I think it's important to have solutions-based uh, focus and push on. Well, we are a group, an industry that creates environments for people to enjoy swimming, be it competitive sport or be it for relaxation, health and wellness benefits that we 
we all know are there to create those environments, maintain those environments, make them beautiful. I thank you for everything that you are doing to make our industry great, to make sure that we are relevant, that we are being seen on, on television and we are something that families would want to aspire to, that when homes are being built, of course they're going to have some recreational water in the form of a pool or spa on their property and that is the work that you people do in our industry that makes Australia and New Zealand swimming culture such a pivotal part and critical part of who we are. Haywood's 1.85 horsepower TriStar VS Pump is built to last even under the most demanding conditions. Super quiet in operation with easy to customise speeds, countdown timers and priming time. It even shows real-time power consumption in watts for immediate feedback to maximise those energy savings. It's designed for simple installation. TriStar variable speed pumps can also operate in standalone mode or connect to the Haywood OmniLogic automation system for seamless control. Visit haywoodpool.com.au for details. That's haywood-pool.com. .au today.